Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everybody, good evening and welcome to the Rangers Rabble podcast on a Saturday night, um, which is very, very unusual for us. I am hoping that I have sorted my microphone issues. Um, I'm hoping all that's sorted, even though I, I just heard some feedback there and I was going to go into a nice big spiel and welcome you all, but um, I panicked there that I'd bought a dead microphone. But hello and welcome, I hope everybody's well. Um, as usual, please like and subscribe if you enjoy the content. Um, plenty to talk about tonight. Um, we're going to start off with, what did I say we were going to start off with? The deadline day and then we're going to move on to the Europa League groups and then we will finish with a, a fairly and hopefully lengthy in-depth discussion about tomorrow's old firm. Um, so Mark and Craig, hello guys. Welcome as usual. I hope you are both well. I'm going to Past the, the usual pleasantries, I'm just going to get straight into this. In fact, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Mark, how are you? I'm not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Um, a lot calmer than I have been over the last couple of days, but yeah, I'm good. I'm good, mate. Oh, there's no point in getting angry in life, is there? Absolutely no nope. point. Um, Craig, how are you? I'm good, mate. I've uh, been at my the, the old barnet room this morning, so uh, I'm, I'm like a new man. I know you do look like one of the the fugs for the eighties films, one of the football hooligans with that hairdo. Um, I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that because I can't talk. Aero, about aerodynamics, isn't it? Aerodynamics. Look at them. <laughs> I can't talk about anybody's hair really, though, can I? Uh, I've just spent about forty minutes trying to get it to sit. Um, but yeah, there we go. Mark, yesterday was, of course, transfer deadline day. Um, I don't think we expected much in terms of incomings, for the simple reason that that's kind of what the manager told us. Um, we were probably expecting a couple more in terms of outs that we maybe didn't get. Um, but what was your takeaway from from deadline day? No new defenders brought in. Um, the manager said they'd done most, if not all, of his business um, early. So where are you on deadline day where the squad sits at the moment? Are you happy? Are you a bit nervous? Or are you just going to wait and see how it goes? Probably a bit of all three there. Um, disappointed, disappointed in deadline day. Um, it's probably yeah, the usual list. There's no, I love, love a transfer window. I love a transfer. I love a, a people in, people out. It's um, it's uh, my my favourite time of the 
time of the year, who we buying, what's the rumours. Um, I like all that, but I, I was I was very very disappointed that we never got a wee sneaky um, centre half in. I think that um, we needed a left sided centre back. I think we've needed a left sided centre back for best part of the season, maybe even more. Um, and I'm no I'm not saying that because I I think Davies um, Davies isn't good enough, or I think John Souter isn't good enough in there. I I just think that um, for the point of view of both have had their issues with um with injuries and stuff. So I thought that for me, I would have brought in a starting left sided centre back, um, and and let the the other two, i.e. Souter and Davies, fight it out between the the starter that you brought in. But look, I can't grumble. We've, we've got a, a, there's a lot of bodies went out and there's a lot of bodies come in. So I think um there's a lot more to be positive than there is to be um to be negative about. Um, but as I said, overall, I think deadline day, disappointed business that we've done. Time will tell. And these guys, um, as you probably all well well aware, I'm I'm quite happy to give these guys a benefit of the doubt until such times as I make up my mind. As I said, a lot of people have already made up their mind, but until I make up my mind, I'm a hundred percent going to going to back the guys and um, give them a benefit of the doubt. I think every fan should get back the players, regardless of whether they think they're good enough or not. Um, we're stuck with think, them. Yeah. We're stuck <laughs> with them. We're stuck exactly. with the players that are there. Not, you can't, we can't change it. Um, you know what I mean, Craig? It's, again, I wasn't expecting much in terms of the deadline day. I, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't even expecting a defender to come in. We did hear late on, obviously, um, that a bid was made. Was it a loan? For Ben Davies, but it turned out they were only willing to pay forty percent of his wages. And I've seen a lot of stuff on social media. Um, you know, people having a go um, at Ben Davies for not wanting to leave, and then moaning at the club um, for not letting him go. But at the end of the day, the deal's got to suit both the player and the club. Yeah, um, it certainly has to. I mean, if I was Ben Davies, and I'm I'm happy in in Glasgow. If, if I'm not unhappy, then why would I move? Um, I know there was a bit of sort of talk around him going to Stoke with Alex Neal, who obviously managed him at, at Preston, so he had that link. Um, but ultimately, if he if he's settled with his family, um, I, I don't blame Ben Davis. Obviously, if, if the manager's trying to get him out the door for what for one reason or another, um, that's that's between him and the manager. Um, I am disappointed, like Mark, that we we didn't get, even with him not going that that we didn't get someone in. Um, but I know it probably depended on him going out. I give my concerns yesterday um, when we spoke around um, the four centre-backs or five centre-backs, if you include Leon King, um, have all had injury issues. And that's my concern going into the rest of the season is that we don't have two defenders that are that are pretty much ever-present and then the rest are a bit a bit shaky. All, all five of them have had their injury issues um, over the last year and we're only really one injury away from it, from it being a crisis. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was holding it hope that we'd probably bring someone in or there'd be a late surprise but um, as the night went on um, and obviously I saw the Ben Davis rumour come up quite late and then within like two minutes it had been shot down uh, by someone else on on Twitter Um, so disappointed but I'll I'll get behind the rest of the players um, that have been brought in on the whole I think the business has has, has been pretty good Um, I'm just that slightly bit disappointed We we didn't bring someone in last minute I did see something today Mark actually on uh, 
on I think it was X or Twitter or whatever the hell that that's called now, right? Um, but we're going to be going into tomorrow's own forum um, with three of the same back four that was in it five years ago. If Barisic is fit to play, which is which is worrying. Yeah, I can. I can. have said on the last pod I was on regarding regarding the defence, regarding the the defenders. Um, I did did mention my my bit of negativity was that um, we're conceding the same goals, uh, the same goals that we've been conceding for the last probably year and a half, and the reason being is we're playing with the same same defenders, conceding the same goals, same set pieces. It's um, something needs to change. Um, for me, I don't know. We've we've spoke about with many of our set set piece specialist um, in there, and I don't know. It's as if it's as if the um, it's, it's almost like I, they can't concentrate for a full ninety minutes. It's bizarre for for centre halves. Concentration is everything, and uh, it seems like they just there's there's that wee lapse. There's a switch off in concentration, and boom. Uh, and it's very, very similar goals and very, very similar. And I think that a lot of these with concentration can be, you can you can take them out of game. I think that they're, they're, they're goals that with a bit more con- concentration, we don't concede. So I don't know. As I said, for me, I was looking for something to freshen up the back line a wee bit. I think we've done enough um, centre to, to front. Um, we're freshening up the side and stuff like that. But I think that we needed... We needed um, Somebody on the left-sided uh, centre-back, for me, at the very least. I think well, there was a lot of talk of Harry Souter. But yeah, again, Harry Souter, right-footed, right-sided centre-half. I mean, how many right-sided centre-halves do we actually need? So for me, there wasn't even rumours running into that transfer deadline day that, that there was a left-sided centre-back even coming in. It was a right, right-sided, right-footed centre-back again. So I don't know. As I said, for me, same goals, same kind of mistakes. Same lapses in concentration. So, I don't know, is it, is it all going to click all of a sudden and we're going to start cutting these kind of silly mistakes out? I don't know. Um, I hope so. But is that going to be the going to be the case moving forward? Who knows? I hope not. <laughs> I sincerely, I sincerely hope not. The, the kind of chat kicking about last night, Craig, was that um, Rangers weren't going to bring anybody in if they couldn't obviously offload um, one or even two, but mainly one player from that kind of defence out. Um, and and Mark kind of touched on it there. So we've got Connor Goldson, we've got Leon Balligan, we've got John Suter, we've got Leon King, and we have Ben Davis. And I don't think I'm missing anybody out there. Um, so is it right that Rangers took the stance, if they did, that we're not bringing another defender in unless we can get rid of one? Um, or is it a case of, look, we see this defence, we know that there's a good chance this defence won't be good enough long term um, to help us achieve everything that we want to achieve. So if you have to go and get another top class, another good central defender that's going to help this team, um, but it's going to kind of unbalance the books a little, if you like, then go and get it. Yeah, I think the only other one I would probably include in that is is probably Sterling, but do we know is he better placed at, at fullback or is he better placed at centre back? We don't, we still don't know. Um, there is a bit of a disparity there. My, my understanding was earlier in the maybe it's been changed by Leon King not being 
injured for as long as they expected. Because um, I think all the talk when he was injured and then Leon Balligan obviously came in pretty quick. Um, all the talk was he was coming in to replace Leon King um, and to sort of give us that backup. Maybe then with Leon King not being out, Michael Beals looked at it and thought, well, actually, we've got five centre-backs. Then you've got Sterling, Lundstrom, for example, who can play there if need be. We are pretty well stacked in, in terms of numbers, not necessarily in terms of, for me, starters and, and looking past the injury problems. Um, maybe they thought that that actually we've got we've got like seven, potentially seven centre-backs that can play there. Um, that's my only thing that I'm thinking. Um, if Leon King's injury had been more severe, maybe they would have still gone out and got someone. Um, there was talk yesterday around, Michael Bioff it mentioned around, he looked at a left-sided centre-back and was priced out. And obviously there's been talk about who that was. Um, it's got to be yeah. trusty, isn't it? It's got to be. Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, my, my only worry then is that, was it then trusty or no one? Um, you'd think we'd have we'd have a backup option um, if we've obviously been put out of outpriced by a by a Premier League club, which which would probably be Sheffield United and Trusty. Um, I can't understand then that we I can't understand then that we would only have him and that would be it. You'd think we'd have three or four players in each position that we'd be looking at. Um, and if we can't get number one, then we go down to number two or number three, who may not be as good but is is still a body. Um, that's my only thing. And I can see one of the comments there saying that. Lundstrom can't play centre-half. I, I agree he can't play, but obviously the manager sees him as someone who can alternate between midfield and, and centre-back if we need to. Um, and at a push, if we are, like last season, really struggling for injuries, there are games when a Lundstrom or a Jack can, in theory, play centre-back. Not that it's their natural position, but they can do it and and do do a job for that game. Was Balligan, Mark, coming in, the king of writing on the wall? in terms of the amount of changes that we were going to make to this defence. Um, because Craig actually mentions it there, you know, we were linked to be trusty. The managers come out in a press conference and we'll speak about the manager in press conferences um, in a wee second because I think he's actually causing himself more harm than good a lot of the times in, in these press conferences. But he's come out and said he was priced out of a defender. So does that mean then that he's looked at what he's got and he's thought, right, I, I can't change that. I'm happy with that. Or is it a case of the recruitment department? There was just nobody after Trusty. I mean, I don't think there was nobody after after Trusty. I think, I think pro probably Trusty. I mean, there was a lot of talk of Panzo as well. Um, I think that um, I think his main target was probably Trusty. I think that obviously he's come out and said that we get priced at it. I think that um, he's maybe took the view that. I'm, I'm not just going to buy for the sake of buying. I, I'll buy who I want. And if I can't get who I want, then I'm happy to go with what I've got. Um, and let's face it, let's be realistic. I think that um, Suter, Davies, um, Balligan are all more than, more than capable of, of doing doing a good job for us in this uh, SPFL. Can I just come um, straight really back to you on that, Mark? Can I just come straight back yep. to you on the three specific players that you've just mentioned? Yep. Injuries. Oh no, hundred percent. Yeah, and then that's what I said. That's what I said. My, my last comment regarding the the deadline day. For me, that's that would have been the issue. That would have been the only thing. But I think that there's buying for buying's sake, and I don't think that um, I don't think the board were ready to fling money just for the sake of buying somebody. Um, we don't really know. We're not privy to what goes on behind closed doors. But 
for me, I think that's kind of what it looks like. I think that the I don't think it was a case of trusty or nobody. I think it was a case of I won't trust him if I can get him, then I'll be quite happy. Then I'll possibly let somebody get the door. But I think that what what he's thought is, um, guys are fit just now. That they seem to be fit moving forward. Um, we've got three. Surely all three can be injured at one one point or another. And for me personally, I think that market's angel. It's us. The whole team no, could no, be injured no. at the same time. Let, let's let's uh, let's touch wood. Let's touch wood. Um, but. Yeah, no, I think that I think that realistically, you're hoping that um, all three are not going to be injured at the same time. And, and for me, they're all there or thereabouts the same level. Um, you could you could toss a coin. One day Davis might be better than the other two, and vice versa. Suter one day might be better than the other two. So I think I think you can toss a coin. So they're all probably roughly the same level of player. But for me, as I said, yeah, I would have went out and bought somebody of a better level. And spent decent money in a left-sided starting left-sided centre half. Um, as I said, I don't know, but for me it looks kind of alike. Um, if I'm not getting who I want, I'm not just going to go and spend money for the sake of spending money. The kind of Jurgen Klopp model, um, if you like. Um, Mark, you know how you've got a bromance with somebody on Twitter. I've got a bromance with a few people on Twitter. What do you mean? Oh, your 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 favourite bromance, bromance, Mister Denzel Merrick. He's saying you're losing it, and that's and that's know. one of your best pals. He's he's a very good friend. I mean, Denzel. He's a good he's a he's a good Rangers man. Old Denzel. Um, nah, Mark's uh, trying to keep cool, calm, and collective tonight. That's uh, <laughs> that's the nature of the beast tonight. I've took my took my tablets. I've took my chill pill. So we're we're all right. Hopefully. Uh, um. Craig, Alan Hansen once said um, that you can't win anything with kids and it came back to kind of bite him on the arse, even though I don't think it fully did because that man new team wasn't just all kids, right? But anyway, I'm getting off track. Um, can we win anything with this? F- final point on, on the defence. Can we win anything with this defence? Anything, yes, because I think we should win the League Cup with obviously the teams that are left in it. That that to me is a, is a non-negotiable. Um, my worry with the team over the over the league season is, like Mark said, it's the same goals. This defence, bar a freak season when they conceded barely any goals, um, and, and that was a freak um, occurrence. This t- this this defence have have previous of, of defending and, and and not been able to basically conceding the same goals probably the last three or four years, let alone the last eighteen months. Um, and it's a defence that have got an older, more miles on the clock. Um, for, for for the fullbacks for 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 Goldson, my worry is I don't, I don't think we can um, unless unless our strikers and our, our midfielders are scoring two or three goals a game. I I'm always worried that we've got a goal in us to concede. Um, I don't think we've we, we've got that many unless Butland is unless Butland is um he's pulling off performances like the other night. Um, and, and sort of Alan McGregor, sort of twenty twenty one. I'm always worried that we do have. We basically got to score two or three goals to win a game, um, and that's my worry that that we don't look like that at the moment. In terms of the other areas of the pitch, then Mark, because obviously there was going to be nothing done in terms of incomings on deadline day. There, um, if anything, it was just going to be a few outgoings. Um, obviously, Josh McPate from the B team, his his contract um, was terminated. Um, a couple of days before it, Glenn Kamara goes to Leeds. 
Um, is there any other business in terms of outgoings that could have been done? Or do you think kind of where the squad's at now, albeit we're forgetting about the defence, we're talking more midfield and attack, where the squad's at now, is there a, is that a healthy balance? I don't know if balance is the right word because we don't really know. <laughs> we don't know what um, what kind of formation this is, is going to settle on or, or who's going to be starting in the starting lineup uh, moving forward because it's all new. Um, I think player wise, we've definitely got enough bodies in there. Um, who's going to start? Who's going to play? I mean, I know we too many bodies in there, Mark. Well, as far as I'm concerned, no. If you if you look back in Rangers teams of, of, of old years going by, we've had lots and lots of players and lots and lots of quality players, and it was all about who was fighting for uh, the the straps, fighting for the starting shirt. So. For me, I'm quite happy that we've got strength and depth. Um, I think that, I mean, he spoke about he spoke about Matondo um, stating a claim, so possibly the reason why he never brought in this this so-called replacement for um, for. Uh, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um... Ryan Kent, I nearly said Ryan Jack there. Um, the replacement for Ryan uh, Ryan Kent. So maybe that he's seen he's seen something uh, in in players that he's thought to he thought he doesn't really need to strengthen if if unless obviously we get injuries, blah blah blah, people going out. Then I think that numbers wise, I think we're good. I think that we even were were um were bench looks really strong as well. Uh, when you when you look at it compared to last season and the season before. I mean, last season our bench looked poor. Um, so uh, you've got you've got um, Tom Lawrence as well to come back. So I think we've 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 got a good mix. We've got a good a good quality. I think we're we're standards really high, even in in the players that are that are obviously not going to be starting week in week out. And and that'll only progress as as the season progresses. You'll find out who is going to be the starting. And who's going to nail down that strip? So for me, I think midfield to forwards wise, I think bodies and numbers wise, yes, I think we're we're, we're at a good good place. Um, as I said, it's up to now these players, all these players now to fight and, and nail down this shirt and make it their own. So, and hopefully that starts emerging over the next kind of week or so, or three, three. I'll give them a month, another four 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 weeks. Hopefully, we start to see people emerging that are. Matondo over the last couple of weeks, he's yeah, uh, he's he's played himself into a starting slot as far as I'm concerned. So, if other players can take that lead, then I think we should be in a good place moving forward. Got to no finish when I'm just taking a drink of coffee, Mark. Come on, string it out a couple more sentences or something. I like that. I, I, I mean, I, I, did, I did my best to string this out. Trust me. <laughs> just let me finish my coffee, man. Um, home Fawcett. Uh, why are we on a downer if we win or lose, lads? Because we're Rangers supporters. That's how. <laughs> and I think that kind of that answers um, that question. Um, CGM Lawrence has the quality to be massive for us. He is way better than Lammers. We'll come on to that in a wee second, um, Craig, because if we can just quickly touch on um, the manager. 
Um, the players are getting a lot of stick. The manager's getting a hell of a lot of stick. And I think a lot of it is down to his press conferences. Um, are we too quick? <laughs> Stupid question, right? Um, are we too quick to jump on and take literal the manager's every word? Um, probably, but the manager does have a, a, a tendency to come out with stuff and, and contradict himself within the same press conference. He'll say that he's not going to talk about specific players in the summer and then two minutes later he's talking about a specific player that he's he's going to sign. Um, the manager, for me, doesn't help himself. There are some times when you have to sort of keep strong. I know there was a, a point yesterday where he was asked about Lewis Palmer um, and rather than sort of just pushing past the question, he, he answered it and, and said that he felt something on the lines of there was better out there, um, which is a sort of comment that could come back to bite us um, in the next... But Craig, have we not, did we not shout all the time that, that Gio was the manager, that we wanted more out of the manager at press conferences? Can can we really, can we go from one extreme to the other? Can we have our cake and eat it? Because, you know, yeah. see, 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 see the thing is, see if that's the case, that we're constantly getting frustrated and angry over every little thing the manager says, then... We might as well just have a, a geotype manager in charge at press conferences who says nothing. No, because I remember Gerard was was the sort of perfect in between. He he would say stuff at certain times because he'd probably been so media trained that he he knew how to say certain things in a certain way. Geo was completely over media trained and, and wouldn't even open up about anything at all. Um and I know people have said that in the past. And I think Michael Bealey's probably too far the other way. I think he 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 likes the sound of his own voice, which is which is great, um, but unfortunately that can sometimes get us can come back to bite us in the backside. Um, I I think there's a there's, there's a time and place for for saying certain things, and there's a certain time and place which will probably come with experience. Although obviously there are managers who who, who are sort of very experienced in doing it. There there are times and places to to sort of say what you want to say or say it in a in a certain way. I was just bringing a comment up, and I think Mark was bringing it up at exactly the same time. So poor Denzel. Um, come on, Martin. We all we all accused you of not saying enough. Now Bill says too much. It's like Goldilocks and the three bears. Um, well, I'm the cute bear out of us three. Um, I don't even know if there was a cute bear, but if, if there was, then then that was me. Hey, okay. Forget all that, Mark. Europa League groups have been drawn. Um, Real Betis, Sparta, Prague, and Lamassol. Is that if that's how you pronounce it? I don't know how if that is how it's pronounced or whatever. Um, look, Old Burn game tomorrow. We're going to spend the majority of of the rest of this podcast talking about that. But it would be it would be remiss of us not to quickly mention the Europa League. Um, what's your feelings on the group? Um, the first time I seen it, I had a wee look at the other groups that were kicking about in the Europa, and I thought, yep, I'll take that. Well, I thought the same as well. There's a couple of my well, was. I would have shied away from definitely, but yeah, no, I think it was all right. I think um, we were always going to get uh, embroiled into our Sparta Prague again. That was always going to be the case. These things tend to happen, don't they? It's uh, lightning striking twice, uh, and, I, and I believe the other two. I bet it's definitely playing green and white, but I think the other team as well, uh, Aris Limassol, uh, I think they playing green and white as well, which is which is ironic <laughs> as well for us, but. Look, I think um, us on a good day can beat all three of those sides. Us on a bad day can get beat by all three of those sides. So, it really, for me, 
we talk about progression. I think that um, if we can if we can get our, our act together, find out who we're best at living are, then I think we can we can have a we can have a right good go at this. Um, I think that the by no means these teams are uh, world beaters are, are amazing sides, which will probably come back to haunt me. But I think they're good teams. I mean, listen, there's no any mugs when you get to these kind of levels. Um, I think that the 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 way the the Europa League and the conference is is stacked up now. There's some really good sides in all of these really good sides. Uh, and once you get the teams dropping out for the Champions League as well, I mean, it's some real, real, real good quality in there. Um, I think that it could have been worse. I mean, it probably could have been better as well. But do you know what? I'll take it. I I will take that. Um, I think it's doable. I, I'm. I think that we should, as fans, give these teams the respect that they deserve, rather than just do what we usually do, or we're going to scud them eight, five, ten, nothing. You know. You know. I know. I've been facetious here, but we're going to scud them. Um, no, they're good European sides, and they're in here on merit. They're in this competition on merit. They're in here to rub shoulders with some big, big sides. So. Let's give them the respect they deserve, and uh, hopefully we can we can do something in this competition. I feel more comfortable in this competition than I would do if we were in the Champions League. Uh, my fear was that we were going to take if we were in the Champions League, we were going to take Hayden's again, and especially I, if we got that Newcastle group. Yeah, well, just shows you. But I mean, that was my that was my big fear, and I think that. Mentally, I don't think there's a lot who's could have could have dealt with some scuddings like that again. Um, so yeah, it could have been worse, could have been better. I think it's decent. I think it's a decent, decent quality, but definitely, definitely, we can do some damage in this uh, group stage. I really, I really think that. And just finally on it, then Craig, and then we'll come on to tomorrow's game. Um, in terms of the Europa League, I mean, I, I know that by the time we we play our first game, it will. I think there's maybe one or two more league games before it. I can't remember. Um, how serious does the manager and the players take this this Europa League? I'm seeing so many supporters now, and it's probably not helped because of the start to the league that we've had, but I've seen so many supporters saying, no interested, it's all about the league. All I want to do is win the league. Um, Europe would be nice, but we've just recently been to a European final. Um, been there, done that, not quite got the T-shirt yet because we've not went to that final step and won it. Um, but this year it's all about the league. So, make or be on the players, is it 100% full throttle into the Europa League? Or is it a case of, if we've got a tricky game at the weekend, it's I might just rest him and him for the league? Uh, I think it depends on the first couple of games going in the Europa League. Um, obviously, I think it's probably a good thing to have Betis at home first and, and then play them away last. Um, obviously, that away game at Betis being the toughest of the, of the six we're going to play. So, if we go into that game already in the next round, then... Then I can't I can't imagine he'll play his strongest team um, away at, uh, away in Spain. Um, for me, Europa League is is a bonus, but to me also, if we if we're winning games in the Europa League, that's only a good thing for the league because that'll keep that confidence going. It'll keep the team running. If if we're getting players are scoring goals in Europe, that can only be a positive for the league games. Um, yes, it'll be a, it's going to be. Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday for the next few weeks. But again, it would have been, if we'd gone in the Champions League, it would have been Wednesday, Saturday. So it's no difference for me. Um, it'll be, it's going to be um, good for the team. And it's, it is it is a bonus. I, I want European football after Christmas, no matter what. 
no matter what that forms, whether it's Europa League or, or, or worst case Conference League. Um, I would just want that to be after Christmas because it's always nice to have those European nights um, going into the spring. Um, but for me, the league is the league's a priority. Um, I mean, the Europa League. We said yesterday it could have been a much worse draw, and I think we'd have been then in a, in a position where maybe we would have been sort of focusing more on the league. But I, I see it as a positive to be on to be on two fronts. I mean, we're, and the day we're Rangers, we want to win every competition that we're in. And dare I say it, the quadruple is still on. <laughs> but yeah, we'll 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 park that there, right? Um, Mark tomorrow, massive game, massive game for obviously both teams, massive game for both managers, massive game. Um, for both sets of players, how are you feeling going into it? Confident, nervous, what? Yeah, again, probably both. Um, I'm a Rangers fan. I'm always confident we're going to win. Um, nervous because I think that it's a lot. It's an unknown for a lot of these players. Um, I think that it might be a bit of a shock. The 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 noise and and. The kind of passion surrounding it. Um, I think that probably what's going to help these new players is the fact that um, there's not going to be any Celtic fans there, which I'm not. I'm not a big fan of, but I understand why. Let's um, not get into that discussion, shall we? No, no, no. no we'll be here all day talking about that. But um, confident, quietly confident. But as I said, you just don't know how people are going to react. You really don't. Um, for me, it's a massive, massive game for these players. I think it's a massive game for Michael Beale as well. Um, I think that, for me, a win and nothing else but a win is, is going to do us here. Um, we need to win this. I, I'm not sure we have to. A draw would probably be all right, but for me, I think we need to win this. I think we need to use this as a springboard for the rest of the season. I think we need to give them a bloody nose. I think we need to Put down a marker, and um, that old that old uh, chestnut the uh, the psychological advantage as well over it by winning that first one as well. So there's lots lots and lots of uh, reasons for us to win this. Um, I'm not really what to think about any reasons why we lose it. Um, I think that they're not no a great side that are no really firing. I think that they've brought in a lot of players and they're trying to gel the team together as well. I just hope that with the, the the fans and the fact that we've played a, a couple of bigger games than them, i.e. in Europe, I think that'll or hopefully that'll stand us in good stead. Um especially with our fans behind us. So quietly confident, still a bit nervous. Um tomorrow morning battle fever will be on and I'll be told right get told right in and we're, we're winning it three nothing. But as it stands at the minute with a with a calm head on, I think that um a little bit nervous, quietly confident, um Hoping for big things, hoping for a big performance for this team, um, and I'm hoping to use it as a springboard, as I said. It's it's strange in a way, Craig, right? Because regardless of the result tomorrow, regardless if we win, if they win, or if it's a draw, right? It doesn't make any difference in terms of who's going to win the league, because um, the the league's not won or lost tomorrow. And I always hate that saying, right? But it's all I can think to say. Um, but I think Mark's right in terms of a psychological edge. I think because we had that slip up at Kilmarnock and then we came back in the league and we started to look, we looked a wee bit better. The players looked as if they were gelling and then we took that tank in after PSV. Um, they've obviously um, went out the cup and let's face it, when their manager went in, 
I would say half of their fan base hate him anyway. Um, so I, I think tomorrow is is massive in terms of pressure um, and pressure building. And then you go in, you go into that international break. That pressure then doesn't go away, but it's relieved on the manager that does win. Yeah, it's intensified um, either way, and I think, like Mark said, it would be a big psychological boost if three o'clock tomorrow we've we've won with two points clear, and they they've got two weeks then to sit and stew on that um, over that two weeks. Um, it's a, it's a massive game. Um, I think I said yesterday that all in, all in all, a draw wouldn't be the worst worst result in the world because it wouldn't define the league, like you said, that the league's not going to be won after four games or lost after four games. Um, but I think no, but I think I think the draw, Craig. Sorry, I think the draw suits Rogers better than Bill. To yeah, be yeah, perfectly yeah. honest, it suits them. I mean, like one of the comments said, they'd bite your hand off now for a draw. And yeah, they would. There the week, and especially with their uh, the way their team's going, um, it's massive for Bill because the, the talk is still that he hasn't yet won a big game when it matters. Which yes, we beat him in the end of the last season, but that game was, in all intents and purposes, a a dead rubber, uh, the league had gone. Um, they they framed it as they've got injuries, X, Y, Z. Um, not not forgetting that we'd had injuries most of the season, but that didn't matter. Um, so for me, he he needs a win tomorrow to get the to get a lot of the people off his back um, who are still... Some people have already made their mind up and I've seen that all over social media. Um, some people are on the fence. He just needs that to take a little bit of that pressure off over the next couple of weeks. Um, which will then come back the first game that we, we drop points again. Um, but it just but it should because you're the Rangers manager, so there, there is pressure to win every game. But I he, take your point, you know, there, there's pressure and then there's there's unnecessary pressure. He just needs a bit of leeway um, and, and I think a win. Um, I've seen people saying, and, and I said yesterday, that an, a win in any any matter would, would be fine. Um, but I think psychologically, if we can give them a, a, an absolute doing, um, then that could put a hell of a lot of pressure on them over that two weeks. Who's coming into this game, Mark, and better, Paul? I would say in the league, us. To be perfectly honest, they've been knocked out of cup and just drew recently. So um, I think they're under more pressure than us. Um, if you listen to your fans, probably us <laughs> because of the madness. But um, I think, I mean... If if they lose tomorrow, I think Rogers is in trouble, big trouble. I think that they they will not they will not tolerate us us beating them, especially if we if we give them a right good beating. Um, I think that Rogers will be in serious serious trouble, and that's what I mean by us using this as a springboard. If we if we do that psychologically, they're already on Rogers' back. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that Bill's been under pressure as well, but I would like to think that. Us as Rangers fans are a wee bit more educated than that, um, and understanding that um, that Michael's making the point that they are still ahead of us in the league. Yeah, no, hundred percent. But but we're talking about form here. I mean, so as I said, we're still in a cup. They're not. Um, there's only a point in it. But they've not been convinced in their last two games. They've not scored a goal. So that that take take from that what you will. But as I said, I think that. I think that if they get beat tomorrow, they'll they'll put serious serious pressure on uh, Rogers for the fact that they didn't want him. They didn't want him to come back. A lot of them. I mean, we've all seen them. The songs that they were singing about if he's any sleep. They hope they did. Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. they didn't really want him. A lot of them. I mean, I've spoke to. I've, I've got. I've got um, a, a few guys out here that support them, and um, 
I spoke to them about it and they're like, no, I didn't want to buy it. I'm not happy, blah, blah, blah. So I think that I think that he'll be under more pressure if if he, uh, if there's a defeat there. So as far as I'm concerned, let's pile the pressure on him. I think that, as I said, it could be a springboard for us to push on for the rest of the season. Um, give him a bloody nose. Psychological advantage. I mean, they'll go into a meltdown. There'll be, there'll be sharks all well, over the I'll place. Tell, and... I'll tell you something, Mark, and this may come back to bite me in the arse, but I've got 30,000 sharks in my garage um, for 150 each, just in case. Um, so... you, I'm serious, but you can imagine, because they, they will go bar me. They will go absolutely bar me, especially the fact that they didn't want him in. Um, no particularly doing well. He's not really hit the ground running as such. Um as I said, I hope that we're a wee bit more educated and have a wee bit more pa- patience. I know that there wasn't any patience, obviously, with a, with a midweek game there as well, but people were raw. Was, nobody wants to see us getting getting beat like that. So we'll see how it goes. As I said, it's it's, it's, a, it's a fine edge. It's one of these games that, for the neutral, it's, it's going to be a humdinger. But um, as I said, as it stands at the moment, I'm quite confident. I think that we've got enough in my locker a, 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 Give them a bloody nose and put one over them. So I might, I might be the next time I'm on here, I might be getting dogs abuse for saying that. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, in my mind, in my head, I think that we can, we can give them a bloody nose. Definitely put them under serious pressure. You've got to keep your your bases covered, though, Mark, because you, you know there's advantages to being all over Celtic, Facebook, and Twitter because it brings more money into the podcast. So you've got to, you've got to well, cover all that. bases. You've got to cover all bases. No, no. Um, CGM, never mind a right good beat, and I will take a 1 0 deflected VAR penalty in injury time. I'd prefer that, CGM, after the game, not during the game, but I'd prefer that because um, that would just send them absolutely um, loopy. Right, Craig, one thing that keeps getting called into question is the manager's formation, the manager's tactics, the manager's ability, ability to make substitutions. I can't say that word because I've got a bit of a lisp. Substitutions. Um, so get into the game tomorrow, not your starting lineup, because we'll come to that and we'll come to a couple of individual players in a wee second. Um, how does the manager approach tomorrow in terms of how he sets his team up? How, how do I want the manager to do it or how do I think the manager will do it? Because those are two massively different things. Um, I, I think the manager, unfortunately, is going to try and stick with this formation that he's been he's been playing, which which for me isn't isn't the right way of going about it. Um I think we need a little bit of wit for a little bit of nuance in the in the forward play. Um, but I think what does that mean, by the way? I've heard that for years. What does a wee bit of nuance mean? Just a bit of a bit of sort of clever thinking, not not just not just go for it or or. Can somebody back. in the comments give me a better dictionary um, explanation I'll, of what I'll, nuance I'll means, please? I'll look it up. Um, yeah, I think we just need to be a bit clever because um, obviously they got in uh, they got issues at the back. Um, but I think at the moment, if I was if I was to put money on what what sort of system he's going to play, I think he will stick to this sort of formation, um, the sort of diamond formation, which has looked good in in certain games. But I'm I'm worried if he I'm worried if he puts that formation out tomorrow. Yeah, in that formation, Mark. Well, wait a minute, what have we got? A subtle difference in or shade of meaning, expression, or sound. He was familiar with it. Right. Still makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, but however, I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. Um, I'll, I'll just need to I'll just need to take it. In terms of the team tomorrow, Mark, unless you want to come back in on that formation point, 
Um, if you do, then just jump in. But in terms of team selection, if we start with the goalkeeper and defence, I think it's Butland, Tav, Golds and Suter. Right? We're all agreed on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marisic suddenly has recovered from that horrendous injury that he got against PSV, Mark. Um, the manager said everybody was fit, but as far as I'm as far as I'm led to believe Yilmaz is still injured. So maybe he's not, maybe he is fit. Is it going to be it's going to be Borna tomorrow, isn't it? As far as I'm concerned, Shitehouse if he is fit. If Borna Barisic is fit, then he's a Shitehouse. Simple as that. No two ways about it. That for me is Excuse my language, but it's a cunch game. Kidding on that you're injured or feigning an injury. I mean, listen, he went off and it looked as if it was a hammy. Now, your hammy's no four days, three days later, your hammy's no all right if you've got a hammy and you need to go off. So for me, oh, that's that's a big, big no-no. Um, big, big no-no for me. Um, the Will he play him? If Yilmaz is is not fit, then he's going to need to play him. I, I don't think Stirling is a overlapping, attacking, left-sided player. I think he's all right foot. And as we see, he's come on and done all right. He's he done all right. Um, but for me, knowing a game this magnitude, um, for me, if Bonner plays, Bonner needs, needs to show some grit, determination and some if, balls. If Bonner doesn't play, Mark, who does? As I said, Yomaz is fat, divine. If he's still, if he's fat, I would play divine. If we never had, purely for that fact, purely for the fact that that um, that I know, I know we're we're talking about a player feigning injury as such. But as I said, if you feel your hamstring that much that you need to come off, you're not getting up. You're doing all that, it's gone and all that, and then all of a sudden. For a massive game like this, you're coming back. I would play. I would play Divine at left back. I think that probably you'd just get as much out of Divine. You're um, forgetting about Doctor Waller's magic coffee. I am indeed, but shh, we don't talk about that. We've got, we've got <laughs> other people watching. Other people watching this pod. That, that's a, that's a secret. That's a secret. We don't talk about it. Once we're sure that nobody from the other side is watching this, we can talk about that. But we can't speak about it just now. It's all part of the big conspiracy. But like I said, for me that's a massive, massive no-no. Um, integrity is a big thing with me, uh, whether it be football, whether it be in personal life. Um, you as a man need to stand up. As I said, not just in football. As a man, you need to stand up and and have a bit of integrity and a bit a bit of self-worth for me. And doing that, whether he done it or whether he didn't do it, that's what it looks like he's done. If he plays tomorrow, that's what it looks like. So for me. He better be the best man, the best player in that park, the more if he plays. He better set up two goals and score one himself. Um, because but I'm not He's not had the worst start to the season, though, Mark. That's no, thing. no, but I don't, I don't care that. As I said, excuse my language, but that's a cunt game. I, I'm, I, I, I'm really, really not happy with it at all. Um, and as I said, for me, he needs to, he needs to be the best, best player in that park, the more and show his, his worth and his metal. Because as I said, if that. If I was his teammate, I'd be like, ah, what is going on? I'd be, I'd be, I'd be totally right in about him. I'd be digging him up left, right, and centre. He would, I would torture him for the, for the, from now until the end of the season about that. 
because I wouldn't have let my way with that. That for me is something that heart and desire is all us as Rangers fans ask for. That's all we ask for. Heart and desire. 100%. That's all we're asking for. You don't need to be the best football in the world, but see if you give us 100%. If you show heart, you show desire. Then these Rangers fans will take you, take you, uh, take you at their heart. You, you'll be an absolute superstar. Sibo. Sibo. Well, exactly. But he's a, he's a cult hero, but he's a cult hero for a for a reason. Might not have been the best technically in the world, <laughs> but he gave you hundred ten percent. And as I said, us as us as Rangers fans, we we watch for that. We see that. We grew up with people that might not have been might not have been uh, the best footballers in the world. But I tell you what, would I ran through a brick wall for you and ran through a brick wall for this team? So I said, we said it before, there's players that would have kicked our granny for Rangers, 100%. And as I said, for me, that's that's the benchmark. That's a given. That should be a given. So for that, as I said, I'm starting to rant a wee bit, but as I said, for that, for me, that that's just that's just a it's it's a non non-negotiable, as I say. You need to, you need to be, and as I said, for me, Barisic. That's what it looks like. It might not be the case, but that's what it looks like. And for me, as I said, not good enough as far as I'm concerned. I tell you something, but I tell you who would have ran through a brick wall. Um, he's da, which is which is extremely surprising when you see that. When and look, that's the impression, Craig, that you get from Borna Barisic. It really is, and we may all be completely wrong, but there's a, there's there's enough evidence here. Yeah, I was watching the game the other night and I, I called it straight away. As soon as I saw that he'd gone down and, and he sort of signalled that he was coming off, um, it didn't seem to me that it was one that would need him to come off. It seemed like a bit of treatment and he'd be back up and he'd, he'd run it off. Um, he does unfortunately have previous of, of that in, in games when we've gone to extra time. He, he, he'll suddenly go down um, and, and sort of come off. Um I, I thought the same. As soon as he went down, my worry was, right, what's going to happen Sunday? Because he's going to be out for three or four weeks now. Because if a player goes down and they're signalling that they're coming off, that is a worry straight away. Normally, players will go down and come get a bit of treatment and, and we'll try and run it off and then and then get through. But for him to signal straight away and, and, and the sub to be brought on, that to me was like, right, he's out for three or four weeks at least. So for me to hear yesterday that he was suddenly back, my ears pricked up. as like, oh, maybe it wasn't a... Um, as serious an injury then and and that then is sort of a it's sort of a did he come on second half and see well this game ain't going the way that I want it to so I'm just gonna I'm gonna drop to the floor and come off um and, and get someone else on to take the beating. Um I don't know that that's the case, but it did seem it did seem to be that. Um and if it was if it was the first time it ever happened you'd sort of give him a bit of benefit of the doubt but he does unfortunately have have a bit of previous he does, he does, but we all agreed that if he's fat, it will be born that left back. Yeah, yeah, that's what the manager's going to pick. I put a wee post, Craig, on social media tonight, and and I and I said, look, we've all had our say on the new players, which I think sometimes can be unfair because they're just in the door, right? But for me, one of our highest potential, one of the, one of our players with the most potential, and who has the potential to go on to massive things. Nico Raskin, for me, has not started the season well at all. I've had a few people come back to me and say that's because of the way that the manager's asked them to play. But there's been so many times, you know, simple five, six, seven-yard passes um, have not been there. He's been losing concentration. And look, we all know just how good this boy is and how good this boy is going to be. 
And the point I made was, is that 100% he starts tomorrow. 100% he starts. One of the first names on the team sheet. But I think, Craig, we need to see a good performance from him tomorrow because our midfield has to dominate. Yeah, I think if, if Warren Jack's in there with him, that, that then gives him a bit more freedom. Um, he's not having to do sort of two roles um, like he has been. And, and, and he's, he has struggled, but I think that's probably down to the sort of system that's been played and, and, and what he's been asked to do. Um, I think the slight change of system in Savet, we saw the better of Rask in that second half um, and he really came into the game. Um, for me, he's, he's been a bit hamstrung um, in, in, in the role he's been asked to play. So for me, he's a big part, but I think having Ryan Jack there will allow him to put his stamp on the game, all being well. I mean, the reason that I picked him out, Mark, is because of how good he has been. So maybe you use that as a barometer and maybe he's played okay, but we know that he's capable of so much more. And tomorrow, I just, I, I think he plays well. He plays at the best at the ability that he's got just now, because we know it's only going to get better, but he plays well tomorrow then, you know, 90% we win. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he's, he's, he's probably one of the better players in this squad. I think that him and Cantwell are very much two players that if they're on it, we will we will do well, we will play well, they will make them tick. Um, but yeah, I think he's a, he's a smashing player and I don't think he's hit the heights so far this season. Um very much the same as a lot of them. A lot of them are misplaced passing and it's hard to kind of put your finger on it. I think um, think that we need a big performance from a lot of these boys, uh, i.e. Raskin, Cantwell, Jack, Goldson, um, and for me as well, Barisic, which, which I've already I've already stressed that point. But I think that we need a lot of these players to, to hit the ground running. Raskin... It's a bit of a strange one because you're probably right. He's probably been okay. Um, I think that because we know how good this boy can be, it's probably it's probably up to a wee bit. Um, and it, and I mean, it's probably Mark, don't, sorry, Mark. Fun. Sorry, Mark. Don't get me wrong. The team hasn't been, you know, firing on all cylinders, and that obviously doesn't help him either. Um, but yes. just my main point is that we know that he's much better than what he's shown. Yeah, I agree with that 100. percent Yes, I mean. To be fair, I think that there's a few of them in that team that we know are much better than, than what they're shown. I think for me as well, even even Cantwell, I think Cantwell was good in little bursts midweek, but still not at the level that we know he can be. Um, he's still been one of our better players though. 100%. He's probably been our best player. Um, so for me, as I said, you need these players to, to, to take the bull by the horns. Um, and and for me as well, I think the likes of Cantwell and, and Raskin to a certain extent, I think that they, that they're starting to get it. I think probably Cantwell more than most. I think he gets what it is to play for Rangers. I think that um, Raskin's no far away behind him with that. Um, and 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 I, and I think that it's these guys are going to be pivotal tomorrow. I think that we need big performances from big players. It's that old. It's that old. Um, that old saying that. Um, it's it's time for 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 heroes to step up and be counted, isn't it? It's uh, you can make yourself a hero in these games. You can make yourself a hero for life in these games. So these guys need to understand that, and, and I'm sure over the last kind of six weeks, a lot of them have had a had a had a quick kind of crash course on what it's like to play for a club the size of Rangers. Um, 
we all know it's a, it's a club like no other. Uh, uh, but that comes with that comes with the downside of the, in a good way, Mark. The, a club like no other in, in a, a good, good way. percent, no, yes. Um, and it comes with the that kind of wilty win from the from the stands that you must you must win, you must compete, you must um, beat no matter who it is you're playing against. Which that pressure is hard for a lot of people to try and get their head around. But I think that as I said, it's been a it's been a crash course over the last six weeks of the ups and downs. I dare say some of these newer players have been like, ah, I think we're doing all right, and all of a sudden they're getting tortured. Um, social media, papers, online. So I think that these these uh, players need to show a big big performance tomorrow. Um, I'm hoping we can do that. They said it's it's not going to be. It's not going to be an easy game by any stretch of imagination, but I hope that these guys uh, can uh, bring themselves bring themselves into the the forefront and become heroes. I, I just I think that it's a massive massive game for a lot of these players tomorrow, and it's um, I know the way the fans are that uh, some of them at sink or swim because some of them are on the, on the fence with a lot of them, and I think that if if uh, failure is unthinkable tomorrow, so I think that these guys need to need to step up to the mark. They they do. And you're saying it's going to be a difficult game. Well, channel member Jim Sloan disagrees. He said it's going to be easy. Easy, the famous 3-0. Um, so, uh, Jim, thank you very, very much um, for your super chat and constantly supporting the podcast. Um, thank you so much. Um, just quickly on the midfield, Craig. Um, we've, we've talked about Raskin. We've talked about Jack, um, who you think will start, and I, and I agree with you. Who's the third in that midfield role? Who's the manager going to go with? Is it going to be Cifuentes? Is it going to be Lundstrom? Is it going to be Cantwell? Um, or is it going to be Bailey Rice? I think it will be Lundstrom. Before everyone shoots me down in the comments, if it was me, I wouldn't play Lundstrom. I'd play Cantwell there because there's a reason for that which my front three would explain. I, I would play Cantwell personally. Um, and just give Campwell a free roll. Just basically say, play wherever you want. So you'd back. have you'd have Jack and Raskin kind of just sit, sitting? Yeah. Sitting, Campwell play wherever he wants. And then the front three would explain why Campwell's pushed back a little bit. But is, say, that not leaving, is that not leaving too much space in the midfield? for this? Because Celtic will probably go, I think, 4-2-3-1 or 4-3-3. So if we've got a... So would that not leave too much? Would that not leave the overload for them in the middle of the park if you just let Campbell have a free roll? Um, no, I don't think it would because then I, I would be pushing Borner and Tav up a little bit to sort of make a four in midfield um, and have sort of Raskin or Jack dropping back if needed. So it's a bit more, it's a bit fluid, and I'm probably not explaining it very well. But um, I don't think there'd be an. I I I think we'd try and swamp them early um, and and sort of get and and, and dictate the play. Um, I think. Campwell drop back when he needs to and and support the midfield too. Um, but I think it give give just give him that free roll. Well, well, we'll obviously we'll see what happens, Mark. We are pushed for time, so um, we're obviously going to be back tomorrow at eleven a.m. for the build up. We'll have an hour's build up before the game, so there'll be plenty, plenty to chat about. If we leave the midfield chat there, Mark, and we focus on the front three, now I've seen a lot of people, a lot of people say that they want Matondo, Cantwell and Roof up front, which would obviously leave out Lammers, Dessers, Danilo, £15 million pounds worth of talent um, sitting on the bench. Um, what's your thoughts on the front three tomorrow? 
yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a hard one, that. For me, I would be the same as, as Craig. I would go Cantwell in the middle of the park. So my midfield would be Jack, uh, Raskin, Cantwell. And up front, I would have Matondo, Roof and Dessers. Would you have them as a tight three, or have you got Matondo on the left, um, Dessers on the right, roof through the middle? No, other way about. Other way about. I'd have Matondo on the left, Dessers, um, Dessers through the middle, and Roof cutting in off of the right. But no, no, as a wide right, no, as a as mm-hmm. like a, a chalk, chalk in the boots winger, or more of a more of a supporting, um. Rather than rather than I'm, I'm being a, as an actual winger, as I said, for me he would when we've got a ball, he would make a second striker. Really, um, I'd be looking for Matondo to go wide on the left, and when when we've got the ball on the right hand side, I'd be looking for uh, Tavernier to push on Jack to slip into the right sided to cover um, Tavernier. So that would be my that's what I think he'll do. That's my 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 thoughts on how he how he wants to play. Um, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. As I said, Ruff will get you a goal. Ruff creates as well. His movement's brilliant. Um, as I said, as soon as we've got the ball, he becomes a second striker. Um, when we've not got the ball, he will fall back into that right-sided uh, to help Taff and double up with Taff because uh, he, he's got that in his locker as well. So as long as he keeps fat. Uh, but that's for me. That's my front three. Well, Michael's just stole my point on where I think we will get the most joy out of this game. Um, Craig, he says, I don't think uh, Johnston will last the 90. I wonder if Matondo was the man to run him. I think he might be. Um, obviously, that's the, the Canadian boy who's been out injured. So whether it's him or whether it's Ralston, that for me is the area tomorrow that we target. That is why for me, um, Matondo starts. I know how good an impact player that he can be, but that is the reason, I think, why you have Matondo in that team. That's the reason why I think Matondo will play. Um, and that's the I, I think the manager will go with what Mark said and have Ruth, Dessers and, and Matondo. For me... No, Sima? No. If it was me picking it, my front three would be Ruth, Dessers and Danilo. I'd put all three of them up there um, and use them to sort of just go at them. I mean, we've got two weeks and after the break, it's not like we're playing again in midweek. Just, just, just go for them. Um, I, I would play all three. Um, but I think he will put Matondo in instead of Danilo, which has its own ramifications of another of another game where Danilo's on the bench. Um, but I think he will I think he'll go with Matondo on the left. Um Roof sort of a second striker and use Tavernier to be the right and sort of lopside the formation a little bit, have Tavernier going up, um, and then have uh Dessis through the middle. We have all agreed, Mark, that um, Kmar Roof starts tomorrow. Is he the difference? Is is he the one that's that's going to win us a game? I think he can be. I think he's got he's got every tool in, every tool in the box to 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 be that player. Um, his movement's great. His finishing's brilliant. Um, his interlinking play is really good. They can hold the ball up. It can go beyond. Um, I think that I, I, I don't really want to stick all our eggs in the one basket. I hope that um, Roof is a difference. I hope Cantwell's a difference. I think Cantwell's got a massive part to play in this tomorrow. Massive, massive part. And as I said before, again, I think Matondo has has the opportunity here to, to, to make, make a career for himself at Rangers. I think that a lot of people have wrote him off. I think he's done well. He's improved. 
he's progressed. I think the manager said he's he's made massive leaps forward. So for me, I'm hoping it's not we're not just hoping for one one guy to yeah, be the difference. I hope that all going to be the difference. I hope there's three or four of them that are that are going to shine tomorrow. It's it's, it's set. It's almost like the the script could be written for some of these guys. I know that sometimes it's a cliche, um, but this is a massive game, and these these boys could announce themselves and 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 make a proper career at this club with this game. As I said, and using it as a as a springboard to to. to Fire on and uh, kick on, kick on for for this game for the rest of the season. So, as I said, to answer your question yet again, I hope that it's not just one. But yes, it can be the difference. I think he's got that in his locker, a hundred percent. We've seen the way Craig that Michael Beale likes to set up, and we seem a lot more comfortable playing counter attack. Um, but tomorrow, are we from? The first second of that game, are we, did we are we going at them? Are we charging at them? Are we getting right up in their faces? Are we pressing them all over the park? I think we have to. Um, they have ninety percent of their games where that doesn't happen, where the team has just lied down and it's belly t- and it's belly tickling time. Um, and usually it's five minutes of of in the face, and then that happens. Um, for me, I think we have to. That's the only way we're going to get under their skin and 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 put the game to them. Um, we can't be sitting back and letting them have the ball because because that's basically what they like to do, um, and they even with even with their defence being shaky, they've still got players as as we've shown in the, as they've shown in the past that can that can do damage when when we aren't concentrating. Um, I think straight into them. Don't give their key players like McGregor. Don't give them any time on the ball. Um, that's what happened when we played them back in in May, and obviously we saw what happened that day. Um, so yeah, we have to be straight into them, but also not be. I don't really want to see a, a five seconds in somebody going flying up in the air. As nice as it would be to watch it, um, I don't really want to see that straight away. And just finally, then, Mark, we from memory anyway of how Rogers teams play, um, it's pass, 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 pass. Make a pass into the middle. Try and get a pass through to the striker. It's very slow build-up play. We're playing a completely different Celtic team than what Ange had. Um, last season. So does that come into the manager's thoughts in terms of how he starts the game? Because Rogers' teams aren't going to press the life out of you. They're going to look to build up to the back. So is that not the perfect opportunity then for us to go full throttle at them? Or does that play into their hands? Full throttle arm. I, th- I think we need to go full throttle arm. I think that um, us, with a with crowd behind us, um, if we can get our tail up, if we can get this crowd coming with us, I think we're we're we could we could properly go out and properly give them a, a a good fright here. So for me, I think it's imperative we go at them straight for a whistle, get this crowd behind us. I mean, if we get an early goal, who knows where we go for there? But I, I I think that we need to get after them, absolutely after them for a word go. To be fair, even even when it was Angie's team, I think that that was how you went after, that's uh, how you beat Angie's team. I think any team that went, if you set off Angie's team, they'll pass you to death and they'll run at you. Um, I think that if you got in their faces, they struggled. I think that if you get their centre-halves turning, they struggled. I think that if you didn't give their centre-halves time on the ball, they struggled. This is obviously a kind of wee bit of an unknown quantity, but a lot of Angie's players will be playing and, and they'll, I think, probably They'll be trying to figure out how Rogers wants him to play as well. 
I'm no caring about them. I think that we should get in their faces and worry about what we're doing moving forward. Um, as I said, just get after them for a word go straight away. Prediction, Mark? 2-0 Rangers. First goal scorer? Cantwell. I like it. I like it. I'd have preferred you to say tough penalty, but I'll, I'll take it. I'll accept it. Greg? I was going to say tough penalty, so I'll, I'll change my answer. Um, I was also going to go 2-0, so I'll go 3-0 Rangers. Uh, I'll be optimistic. And Kamar Roof will get the first goal tomorrow. I think that's a good bet. I think that's a good bet. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, you, like I say, usually we're not on on a Saturday night. Um, but, yeah, uh, we had some issues yesterday, but that's all sorted. Um, so thank you. Please do like and subscribe if you haven't already. And, of course, if you want to join as a member to help support the podcast, you can do so right here on YouTube. Um, that gives you your priority response to comments and a wee badge as well. You get a wee badge for it. What more do you want? Um, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to Mark and Craig. We will see you at 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. Um, and I can I can guarantee you that everybody on the pod will be soberish um, tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. And then, of course, we'll be straight back after the game, regardless of the result for full match reaction. But I'm almost certain we'll be back after the game happy as, well, Larry. So thank you all for tuning in. And we'll see you all tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Bye for now. Sports Social Podcast Network.